and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO over Denton, Texas. That's correct, UFO over Denton, Texas. Now, I've got links to the articles here. i got a couple articles and a Google pick map there of Denton, Texas. It's located just north of Dallas, Texas. Lots of suburbs around there, lots of people. Go to the Twitter site, UFO Warning. You can also get there by going to at Warning Sub UFO. And while you're there, do a follow back. Now, the first article comes from normalparanormal.org. And the title, it says, UFO over Denton, Texas. The article begins, An incredible UFO was filmed recently over Denton, Texas. The eyewitness, Brad Bunt, originally posted that video picked up by another, more popular YouTube channel later on. The author says, Recently I learned that The Sun also picked up the story but left out a lot of crucial details surrounding it. Fortunately, I had the privilege of speaking with Mr. Bunt by phone on July 19th, and he shared with me the more extensive account involving his incredible sighting. For those of you who, have, who haven't seen the footage yet, I encourage you to check it out, as it is remarkable. Now, there's a link to this video. It's dated 6-24-20, and I have watched the video, and I agree it is remarkable seeing this uh, yellowish, basically white orb just darting across uh, the horizon at incredible speeds, moving in zigzags, it's something else. There's no way an earthbound vehicle could have done this. This is, they say, a vehicle not of this world. Also, no sonic boom. This thing is clearly a UFO. It goes on, it says, The sighting on the evening of June 24, 2020, approximately 9.50 p.m., Central Time, Brad was out for his nightly walk in the neighborhood of Denton, Texas, just north of Dallas-Fort Worth, when he noticed an unusually bright object in the sky. Thinking it was an aircraft from Dallas-Fort Worth DFW Airport, he didn't pay much attention to it. He told me that from that part of town, you could see planes coming in for a landing, so when they get close to the runway, their headlights appear quite bright and visible. The first thought that Brad had at that point was sadness, given that there aren't as many planes coming into the airport due to the COVID-19 crisis. With fewer people outside, he didn't notice anybody else in the vicinity of his sighting either. He kept walking down the road when about 30 seconds later, the same light zipped over several miles to the northeast towards Aubrey, Texas. Then it started quickly falling to the ground from a high altitude in a diagonal diagonal trajectory. Wow. So here this guy is. He's out taking his walk and he sees this incredible uh, orb UFO just darting across the sky. Then it seems like it's darting up uh, to high altitude and then back down at a diagonal trajectory. And you notice he says things have been quite a bit slower, not as many people out, COVID-19. And if you've been following the news, you know that uh, Texas has had a lot of drama down there with the COVID. Seems like the governor wants to lock everything down, and a lot of people aren't happy about it. They've got all kinds of things coming out about wearing masks, closing down bars, and just and just going back into a second lockdown. And once again, we see these these areas of high stress. We're seeing more and more of these UFOs show up. They seem to be just there to surveil things. Now he says. Uh, as he waited for the sound of the explosion from this object to hit the ground, it never did. Instead, it shot back up into the sky and toward the town of Little Elm in the east. At this point, Brad knew this was no ordinary object based on those sudden maneuvers and velocity. So he reached down to film the object on his brand new Samsung S20 to discover that his phone was not on him at the time. 
When I asked him if he always carries his phone for his nightly walks, Brad explained that he still does for safety or if his wife calls him. Yet in this instant, instance, and much to his amazement, he did not have his phone on him. He finds this to be quite odd, considering that 99% of the time he has his phone with him and whenever, whenever he leaves his house. Well, you know, time and time again when we see these UFO encounters, a lot of times there are strange coincidences that surround them. And this is just par for the course. This guy always has a phone handy. This time he doesn't. His behavior seems to be in line with the acting out of character dilemma that I notice most eyewitnesses that I, I notice most eyewitnesses to strange phenomena tend to exhibit. Yet, much to my amazement, this angle seems to be overlooked by other investigators. This is the, art, this is the author speaking. He goes on. He says, "So, so Brad ran back to his apartment to grab his phone and film the object that you can see in the video, which happens to be the tail end of the sighting." At that point, the unidentified object had crossed over I-35 East across the Signmark 14 movie theater parking lot. So apparently this thing's been going on for a while because the guy has time to see it. He has a presence of mind to go back to his apartment and get his phone. and A pretty nice phone, by the way. And it's he's able to actually get some decent quality video of this thing here, here uh, at night. He goes on and says, The total time of the sighting from the moment he initially observed it when he grabbed his camera, was about five minutes in its entirety. The object was completely silent. At one point in the video, you can hear Bob's voice describe where the object would go next because he had already seen it do the same maneuvers earlier on. After he filmed the object, he immediately called his wife to share the experience with her. He stayed outside until at least midnight waiting for it to return, although it never made a second showing. The next day, after the excitement had subsided, and thoroughly interfered with his sleep, he posted the video to YouTube. It took a few attempts until the video uploaded successfully, but Brad admits that it could have just been because he was unfamiliar with the process at the time. Well, I can assure you from experience, uploading a video to YouTube can be a severe pain in the rear end. He goes on, he says, Part from, apart from a few other UFO enthusiasts contacting him, no one else stepped forward to say that they too saw the same thing. If you were there in Denton that same night and saw the same object, please contact me. And the uh, author leaves his link, which I have linked on the page. If you want to contact the guy, you can do it. Then it says, after the sighting. This is kind of interesting. Two days following, two days following the sighting, both Brad and his wife left for Florida on a planned 10-day vacation. And after checking into the hotel room, Brad noticed a persistent persistent electronic beep that occurred once every 30 seconds all night long. A call to the front desk sent up some workers at around midnight to investigate the source, but they never fully fixed the issue as the beeping resumed the following day. Brad said it took about took staff about three times over two or three days to fix whatever was causing it. My initial instinct is to think that this beeping was nothing more than the batteries of a smoke detector that needed replacing. But you would think that after the first attempt, the staff would have been able to perform a simple battery swap. swap. Unless, of course, it was a faulty detector, which might have taken longer to fix. Although it still seems like it took a lot more effort to fix what would have otherwise been a simple swap and replace. And then he goes on, he says, uh, However, another thing worth mentioning is that also during his vacation, Brad began to receive calls from random numbers to his cell phones. 
That interested me, given my fascination with the phone as an underreported tool for strangeness. Powers at B. Naturally, he ignored them, though, since they never left a message, the typical sign of a scam. However, curiosity did get the best of him on one occasion as he phoned one of the numbers back, but of course they never answered. Perhaps what's more troubling, however, is that the calls occurred just about every hour, but only for a few days while he was in Florida. Most of the calls had a 903 area code number attributed to them, which is in fact Northeast Texas. But some of the calls also came from places like Kentucky. There could be nothing to the electronic beeps or the phone calls, but I bring them up anyway just on the off chance that they connect in some manner, or more importantly, if the same thing ever happened to you following your UFO sighting. Ironically, in the weeks following our discussion, I too began to receive an increase in calls from unknown numbers, with the majority of them coming from 786 area code. That happens to be Miami, Florida. Fortunately, Brad had stayed in Orlando, so I think I can blame telemarketers instead of the forces of synchronicity on this one. Huh. Well, that's a very interesting encounter. And it's so cool that the guy got the, the video on that. And I think it's also cool that, um, you know, this this person who has his individual website there is doing his own investigating. I took the time to get a hold of this fellow and interviewed him to find out uh, what else had happened, you know, that wasn't mentioned in this other article. Now there is an article here from the Sun, and if you go to thesun.com, I have a, I have a, uh, I have a link there at the Twitter site, and um, they kind of give you the kind of the glossed-over version. It says unexplained encounter, mysterious new footage shows a hovering UFO shoot off at jet speed before vanishing into thin air. Now this article is by Nicole Dara news reporter, and it says a UFO was seen hovering through the air in a mysterious new video that shows it flying at jet speed before vanishing. The 50-second sec- video shows the UFO flying in the distance over what appears to be a strip mall or store in Denton, Texas. While seen behind a row of trees, the UFO seemingly vanishes in the sky. Disappeared again, a 53-year-old man named Brad, who was watching the mysterious object fly, said, Oh, there it is. The banker said he assumed the bright moving light in the sky was a plane coming into land at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, located roughly 30 miles from Denton. It's unclear when the footage was taken. Well, I think they said it was taken on the 24th of June. In a 50-second clip taken by a man named Brad, he said he saw a bright light flying and assumed it was a plane landing in the nearby airport. In the videos, he notes in the video he notes where the object is in the sky, then explains. It'll, like, shoot up, then come to the ground, then shoot up. It's going to take off. There it goes. See how fast that thing is, he says in the clip before saying, Now it's gone. Isn't that wild? Later, he said he looked up and saw this object fly very fast to the northeast of town, not the direction of the planes flying to the airport. Then it fell a great distance from up high, heading toward the ground, still with a very bright light. He continued, I thought I would hear a boom like a plane crash, but there was no boom. One or two seconds later, it ascended straight up, but from the southwest. While the man said he doesn't know what he saw, he doesn't think it was a drone in the sky. Well, I can tell you one thing, drones do not move at that speed. (laughs) Not the ones we make here on Earth. Brad can only guess at the true nature of what he saw, but he doesn't believe it's a drone. I have a friend that that filed... 
that flies $25,000 drones for a power company checking power lines, and he says it is not a drone. It flies too fast, and the maneuvers it makes can't be made. Brad said he guesses the U.S. military could have a drone that could fly like that could fly this fast, but more people that have viewed the, the video have described it as a strange phenomena rather than a drone. The man explained he had never seen anything like what he filmed. He said the UFO disappeared off toward the area of Aubrey, Texas. It never came back, and I waited for at least another hour for an additional sighting. When asked about aliens, Brad said, I think we are unique on Earth, but if there are unlimited galaxies, I think there is additional life in the grand scheme of things, and if they have the capability, I'm sure they would visit Earth. Weeks ago in Houston, a mysterious light was seen flashing in the sky by several Texas residents. A video from that night showed three mysterious hovering lights slashing repeatedly, flashing repeatedly. Others reportedly spotted a similar formation of flights in Miami, Florida. Well, there you go. We have this we have this uh, reoccurring theme in these especially in these areas where we have these COVID hotspots going on where there's a lot of a lot of stuff happening, a lot of tension. Uh, a lot of people feel like they're like, like they're being put under pressure to do things they don't want to do, like maybe they're being deceived or they're being lied to about the real reality of the situation. And in these areas of high tension, high political tension, it seems like we're having a rash of these UFO sightings. And in general, these UFO sightings tend to be of the orb variety. Now, a lot of times they're just hovering there, just watching. But this one's a little bit different. This one seems excited as it darts all over the place, zooming straight up in the air, then coming back down at an angle where he thought maybe it was a meteorite or something. Uh, zooming, you can see in the video how it just flashes across the sky at incredibly high speed. This is certainly not a drone. You can see the difference in the way these two articles, uh, the authors, approach this encounter. The fellow who seems to be a UFO enthusiast seems to approach it with a very open mind, simply putting down the facts, and then when he does care to speculate about something, he explains, this is just my opinion. The people from the Sun, the more closer to mainline media, seem to immediately want to confuse the issue by throwing in the notion that this thing's a drone and then trying to corner the guy on whether or not he believes in aliens. It's almost like they're looking for an opportunity to either debunk or to discredit. That's what it comes across as. Maybe not. I could be wrong. But I notice a, I notice a distinct difference in style. The the, the UFO uh, enthusiast is who you would suspect would be writing with uh, a, with their own angle toward things, seems to be approaching this whole situation with an open mind and clarity. On the other hand, the professional journalist seems to have an agenda. Let's call it a drone, and let's see if we can get this guy to say something that could discredit him. You know, it's really clear when you have the opportunity to uh, compare these two types of writing styles and these two attitudes toward journalism to see how far we've drifted from the original notion of, of a free press and people who are searching for the truth. You can see from these two, these two accounts that the real investigation 
the true uh, journalism is not coming from the mainline media. It's coming from the people on the ground. And it's good to see the people on the ground getting the word out. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.